0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Brown Girl in Beijing podcast. It's a podcast about my Beijing life. And I'm your host, Dr. Baby. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 5 of season 2 of Brown Girl in Beijing. How y'all doing? Y'all okay? Y'all alright? It is closer to Christmas guys we have like four days three days I can't count I teach English but Christmas is almost here and I'm really excited so this episode I thought it was only fitting for us to talk about what my Christmases have looked like away from home stay tuned I know you Jamming with your crew, you got to leave with that one as one. I want to put another wine on you I guess I could, good, good, good. If I put it right there, would you wind on me? If I put it right there, would you wind on me? If I put it right there, would you wind on me? If I put it right there, would you wind on me? all right So before we go into Christmas away from home i just want to talk about how the lord is just blessing me so when i first came to uh, beijing i had i think we talked about this a little bit before um, in season one but i had a fade right low hair, haircut in a fade and my academic uh trainer for my first job he's black so i was like where do you get your haircut <laughs> I need to find somebody uh, so he directed me to somebody uh, so I went there maybe about two times to get my hair cut uh, and then after that I just let my hair grow out a little bit so I have my little like half row uh, for a couple of months and then went home in 2019 and uh that's when like i was dealing with my dissertation stuff finishing up defending everything and i was just like i want to cut my hair again like i'm tired of having hair i want to cut it again and so i texted my boss and i was like hey texted her hairstyle so like hey can i get away with this because my old job at the time was pretty strict on like how your hair was supposed to look about showing tattoos about nails and stuff apparently <laughs> We, they can do whatever they want now, apparently. We just all willy nilly. But when I worked there, (laughs) it was a lot of, a lot of like rules and regulations. So I'm like, hey, can I pull this off? Um, Can I shave my head, basically? And she was like, yeah, as long as it's not like skinned, you're fine. Say less. Made an appointment, went to the barber, cut it off. So Mohawk is two years now. Again, because this is like, I don't know maybe the third or fourth time that i've done it so (laughs) uh came back and needed a barber again i I think what happened was i'd yeah yeah, yeah. so this this girl that um used to work with us i used to call her a 411 because she always she knew everything that was going on in beijing she she had just gotten here so she got here (laughs) um i don't know Anyway, she got here at some point, way after me. And (laughs) she would just be connected to like everything and everyone. She's a black woman from Colorado, I think. She's lived a thousand lifetimes. She's been a police officer. She's been a librarian. She's been some other like random things. And so when she came to Beijing, her one thing was to just get to know everybody um, so that she, whenever she wanted to do something, whenever she wanted to know something, she could find the person to do it. So (laughs) I, she had given me the the contact information for Mira, who does my hair. And so I reached out to Mira and I'm like, hey, uh, this is the situation with my hair. Like, can you cut it? So at the time, Mira didn't have clippers. Um, and I can't remember what happened, like if she was waiting on them to come in, if hers were broken, something. So she's like, I can't help you right now. I'm sorry. No worries. Um, so I was in search of a barber, sort of close to where I was because I was living on the east side of the city. And once again, 411 stepped in help. This is a woman who, black woman, she's in like very specific groups that aren't specified for her (laughs) so she'd be she's the kind of person who would be in like a Caribbean group a Jewish group uh uh, what other groups she'd be in like an all male group I don't know just all these like WeChat groups and she just stays quiet And post whatever kind of information that she can. It's actually very wild. She's no longer in Beijing. I don't even know if she's still um, in China. Anyway. So, I did this, like, all call, like, hey, can somebody help? I need to find a barber that's close to where I am. So, she sent me um, some contacts. And one of them, he was on the same side of the city as I was. Uh, so, I went to him a couple of times. Um, and then, pandemic Hit did a number on us, and he had to close up shop. So after that, got back in touch with Mira. She had a Clippers. She she continued to cut my hair, and then I moved. <laughs> so I moved to the west side, and Mira is on the east side, or going towards the east. So to get to her, it takes me a while, um, especially if I have to go on a date like after work. It takes me a while to get to her. We're on the same subway line, uh, but we're on two sides of the city. So the place where I go to get my nails, very close to where I live, I'm talking five, seven minutes from my door to where it is. So I go there, get my nails done. You know, as I'm doing my nails, they're joined onto a, a salon. And I always see the guys working in there of course I'll ever see anybody of my hue getting serviced in there <laughs> so one day and this is not even just one day out of the blue like a couple of times that I had gone there I, I am just like let me just ask if they would feel comfortable covering my hair like let's let's see but I never did it so one day uh, a couple of weeks ago I'm like you know what Shannon just do it worst thing that happens is like eh, I don't think so And then we dodged a bullet, you know? Don't worry about it. So I asked the girls who were doing my nails, uh, because we've built a relationship, right? Um, And they don't speak very much English. I don't speak very much Chinese, but we have a thing and it's working for us. So (laughs) I asked them, I'm like, do you think that they'd be okay with cutting my hair? I was like, well, let's ask. So they asked the guy and it's like, yeah, <laughs> all right, back. Now that was it. That was the only conversation that we had. So we did not talk about specifics. It was, everything was just assumed by all parties. So when everything for me was done with the nail salon, She's like, all right, go on. I'm like, okay, we are, we were talking about, like, right now, about this happening. Not, not make an appointment for later, but right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so I go across there. And then they were like, well, how much are you trying to pay? I'm like, it's just a haircut. How much are y'all trying to charge? It ended up being, like, 15 20 USC. USD. So I go over there, um, and they sit me down in the chair. And like, what do you want? So I showed them a picture. I was armed and ready. Showed them a picture of what my hair has looked like before. And they're like, okay. And then we cut. And it was pretty decent. Like, it was a pretty decent haircut. Um, and, I mean, they're good at what they do, obviously. But I need to make sure that you being good at what you do also translates into you being good at what you do for me. And it worked out. And they are right next door so I texted Mira and I'm like hey I love you but <laughs> for my haircuts I'm gonna have to go to these people here like it's just way too convenient and just so easy for me like after work I could just pop in get my haircut and then go home like it's not I don't have to travel and so she's like alright I understand sis it's fine <laughs> so I go to her for my retwisting Um, and then to get my hair cut if it's growing out Um, but for them, I'll go every couple of weeks get my hair cut I mean, it's been, I think, three weeks I don't know time is abstract, it's not real Um, maybe two and a half I don't know but it's still looking looking low and I like it low I don't like a lot of hair on my head what I do want to do though and y'all didn't ask for all of this because we we about to talk about Christmas but what I do want to do is put my full locks back in just have some like long luxurious locks you know for my children to who knows my students are so who knows what they're gonna say when I walk in with whoosh, I'll let y'all go all know alright moving on to Christmas my uh sweatshirt says resting Grinch face because <laughs> that's my life every day are you okay is is everything okay is something wrong just just out here living my life thank you all right so christmas away from home let's talk about it let's let's rewind you know i like to take y'all back 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 let's rewind um so christmas is normally a time i spend with my family my biological family um and there was a time did not miss christmas with my family like did not there was not a christmas that went by that i did not see my family um And I think that that has continued until I came to Beijing. I'm pretty certain. Uh, So I've always gone home for Christmas. One year, two years, I did not. Uh, So one year, my family, this was 2014. My family went to Florida for Christmas, went to my sister's. Um, And I couldn't get off. Um, Or like... I could have the day, but not an extra day because Christmas wasn't on the weekend or it didn't fall where I could like take the weekend. Um, and like I had to ask and ask, couldn't get off. So I'm like, all right, you know, told my family I can't join y'all. Like it would be too quick a turnaround or whatever or something, something. Um, so I made no plans. And then literally like maybe the day before or like two days before, my program manager was like, hey, We got it. You can take the extra day. Some randomness. So I told my mother, I'm like, I'm coming for Christmas, but I didn't tell anybody else. So we booked my flights and everything. Um, They were in a hotel. (laughs) Decided to get a taxi from the airport. Um, Got to the hotel, knocked on the door. And I think my grandmother opened the door or my father, one of them. Um, And that was just like one big surprise uh and then going to my my sister's house my sister and i cried when we hugged each other i don't like i don't even know why we were crying uh and then my brother was trying to act like cool like i knew you wouldn't miss christmas okay you're happy to see me too like don't play so cool that was christmas 2014. 2015 i did not go home but most of my family came I say most it's just my parents my grandmother my sister and her family they came um to see me in Hampton when I still lived in Hampton um and that was nice to be able to like host Christmas in my home you know my nephew my grandmother uh stayed with me my nephew stayed with me uh Eli he stayed with me uh and it was it was nice you know everybody else was in hotels or whatever um and just being able to cook and and have everybody in my space. My sister brought her dog. I had a dog, Sally. They played together. Diesel mostly hid from Sally because he's a Chihuahua. He's like this big, um, and Sally was a medium-sized dog. She weighed maybe about twenty-five pounds, but she definitely thought that she weighed like a hundred. Except for when she wanted to sit in my lap, then she thought she weighed like five. Very distorted perception of reality. Uh, and yeah, but it was nice. It was it was nice to have my family there. So I was fifteen. 16 i was home uh 17 i was home and then 18 2018 that's when i came to china the job that i was working unconventional hours so we don't get the same breaks like i was a teacher but not like a teacher so we didn't get the same breaks as everybody else and then this is china and china doesn't christmas is not a national holiday so you definitely, you're not getting the same breaks as everyone else, depending on what kind of company you work for. Um, some schools take like a winter break. Uh, some places wait until Chinese New Year to take a break. Um, so, you know, depending on where you go, that determines what kind of treatment you get for the holidays. Where I was at, you ain't get no Christmas break. <laughs> you just had to hope that it fell on one of your off days. Uh, and so first year, um, it was also my grandmother's 80th birthday. So I had to like try to pull some strings um, to go home, but I could not get home for Christmas. Um, I, I don't remember the rationale. Maybe it was because of how the days fell. I wouldn't have enough time um, to, cause getting home was basically a two day journey, day and a half journey. That's to get home and then you gotta do that to come back. And then I think I only had five days that I could take. So yeah, however it worked out. I went home, I left here, I think on Boxing Day, so on the 26th. Um, So Christmas here was spent with my work family i didn't really know anybody else like i did know people from embassy so from city church bicf i did know people from embassy daytime and i remember maybe it wasn't i think it was christmas um so pastor ben the worship pastor and young adult pastor he told me he was like hey you know if you don't have anything to do for christmas pastor tj who is our main pastor our senior pastor um you know he'll open up his home you can go there. So I'm like, all right, thanks. I had not met Pastor DJ. I had not met him because he was he came to Embassy. Um, I think the one of the first sessions that we had. So I had met him before, but I hadn't like met him. And so I'm like, I don't know, just like busting up into somebody's house and I don't really know them like that. Like I appreciate the offer, but um, I don't know. Uh, but I mean, I had to be at work so it didn't matter <laughs> so work family you know we what we did um we start work at like 1:30. i think maybe we came a little bit earlier to have christmas lunch together and to exchange gifts and yada yada um and it was nice it was cool we did a secret santa thing um so it was a nice experience uh, spent it with them uh and then i went home it was an ordeal first of all nobody knew that i was coming home i will never make that mistake again because i was stressed (laughs) to buying tickets and and so the first job that i worked it was a cool job whatever but it 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 paid just enough for me to live here right live here and you know have a nice life but not Not for all of the expenses that I wanted to incur. (laughs) So having to buy a ticket and not being able to ask for money because nobody knows that I'm coming home. So I'm like scrapping together all my money and trying to find best deals on flights and all of that. Trying not to spend my life in airports. (sighs) Finally got a ticket settled. Cool. I was leaving Boxing Day. And my grandmother's birthday was the 29th. I can't remember what day the party was. It was on a Saturday, but I, I can't remember. Um, I can't remember what the date was. Like, I don't remember what, what date the 26th was. Maybe a Wednesday, not sure. Y'all look it up and let me know. So I, I could, it's not important. Anyway, so I go, go to the airport, get checked in everything. I can't remember very specifically what happened, but between Beijing, and Freeport Grand Bahama the Bahamas winter storms snow snowing in some areas that i had to pass through flights getting canceled had to sleep in the airport <laughs> miserable and i couldn't tell anyone anything because i still needed everyone to be surprised the plan was i was gonna get into freeport i was gonna rent a car was gonna pull up in my parents house and be like what up merry christmas and have everybody ah, shit, oh my God, ah didn't happen did not happen get into freeport i don't have no phone Gotta try beg somebody to use their phone. Um, calls my father. Did not answer the phone. Cool, cool, cool. Where are you? What? What are you doing? Called my brother. Um, he answered. I'm like, hey, it's your sister. I'm at the airport. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm at the airport. Oh, let me backtrack. So. In preparing for all of this my sister is like hey eli the nephew is coming to beijing yeah what (laughs) he's traveling with his basketball team so he's hoping that he can see you so paranoid me it's like oh my gosh somehow they know that i'm coming and they're trying to get me to crack so they've made up this story about eli coming it was true eli came to beijing and i missed him because we literally couldn't cross paths he came while i was on my way out and when i came back he was already gone so i missed him but you know that was that was another like wild ride that my brain went on (laughs) because i was convinced that somehow my sister knew she didn't okay so fast forward talking to my brother and he's like why are you at the airport Just, can we not ask questions? It's like nine o'clock at night. Please pick me up. Please. (laughs) So he guys picks me up, takes me to his house. My nephews are there. My my sister-in-law is there. I'm like, hey guys, what's up? Um, I think my sister was there. Yeah, I think my sister was there too. Um, So now I'm ready to just spill the beans to everybody and just be like, I'm here. No more hiding, no more secrecy. (laughs) Ah! have y'all met my family they're just as dramatic as I am just as dramatic so my sister's like no 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 you can't tell mommy you can't tell grammy you have to wait it's like Thursday I think If so the 26th must have been a Wednesday I get in Thursday I guess um, and the party is Saturday so I now have to keep this secret <laughs> I'm in the city (laughs) and I had to keep this secret a whole nother 24 hours or maybe the party was Friday night I don't know you all anyway point is I had to keep the secret so we call my father Um, he comes to the house and he sees me he's like oh baby hug, blah 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 Um, and so we all agree that I'm going to stay at my brother's house um and hopefully my mother won't come over (laughs) so my mother doesn't know that i'm there my grandmother doesn't know that i'm there (coughs) so night of the party um everybody is inside everybody's having a good time i had recorded a spoken word for again family dramatic elaborate so i had recorded the spoken word for my grandmother sent it and you know it was all like I'm sorry I couldn't be there with you on your special day I love you blah, blah blah and the the I think the idea was they were gonna play it they were gonna give me a microphone and they were gonna play it like really low the first time and she was like oh let me fix it let me fix it and when they go to play it the second time I'd walk in holding the mic and, you know, talking, and they'd be like, wow, that sound is really crisp and clear. Oh my goodness, what kind of device is this? And then I'm like, it's me! Didn't happen. So, (laughs) everybody goes into the hall. When it's confirmed that my, like, the whole thing is underway, my grandmother's inside, my mother is inside, they pull me out of the car. This is really, like, clandestine, like, I'm hiding in the car day and night. Trying not to be seen. So they pull me into there's this like waiting space right before you get into the hall. So they pull me in there. I'm sitting down, and they give me the mic. The people who are coming late, because this is the Bahamas and people show up late to everything, the people who are coming in late, they see me and they're like, I didn't know you were here. And I'm like, my grandmother doesn't know either, so be quiet. Don't say anything. Just keep your mouth shut and go inside. They're like, okay, okay, okay. Just don't be excited, please. Be excited for her. Don't be excited for me. Just go inside. Mind your business. So finally, it's my time to shine. <laughs> a hot mess. <laughs> I don't I don't even remember. It was just a little bit of chaos. I don't even remember exactly what happened, but I know that it did not go according to plan. Um, so I walk in and... <laughs> I start speaking into the microphone, <laughs> and I hear somebody scream right in like surprise. Into my sister-in-law, whose house I've been sleeping. At. <laughs> I'm like, "Why are y'all like this? Why?" So, <laughs> um, I pull up on my my grandmother. Literally, she's at the front of the hall. I'm walking from the back. She has no idea what's going on. She's just sort of like listening and smiling, whatever. Um, And so I roll up on her and hug her from behind and she like looks up and she looks at me and she just started, we're both just like crying, crying. Um, My mother, she was surprised. She was excited, but she was hosting the party. So she couldn't like freak out like how she wanted to. That's what I tell myself anyway. Cause she didn't like show very much emotion. Like it was like just enough. I don't know. But the focus was, of course, my grandmother. It was my grandmother's birthday. Um, so that was, that was, it was nice. It was a good night. Um, yeah. Made it through. Had a seat at the table. Ate some good food. Talked to people. You know? It was nice. It was good. So that's 2018. 2019. Work friends again. Uh, because was still working. My first job. Uh, what did we do? Oh, so... By this point, you know, had like a group of friends. So the core group of friends that I basically hang out with now from my old job. Um, yeah, they were, we were, I don't know, beginning our bestie life at that point. Uh, I'm not sure that we did anything in particular, 2019. Yeah, I'm not sure that we did anything in particular aside from Like the work party that we had maybe went out, like, because I wasn't, I didn't know very many people from church, still only like my daytime crew. So I'm sure we did something like maybe White Elephant or something with Embassy Daytime. And then 2020, (laughs) uh, pandemic year, I did what? We exchanged gifts. We did Secret Santa with like my core group. We did Secret Santa. Um, so that was cool church people i sort of started to get to know because i started going to sunday well weekend services um because you know i started a new job and but there was i can't i don't think that i went to like anybody's house or whatever i don't think that any of that happened um so then the day after Boxing Day, went to brunch at the Intercontinental, and that's where I got a drink named after me, the Shannon. Hey. Uh, and it's just an Aperol spritz mixed with a Passion Fruit mimosa. Uh, so what they do when you go for brunch or for dinner, they give you a welcome drink, which is normally an Aperol spritz. And then you can do like free flow. Uh, so I'll get the Passion Fruit Mimosa. And then I just mix them. Um and the uh, bar manager he came to ask me if i wanted another drink so i was like yeah uh can you bring me an aperol spritz and a passion fruit mimosa because i'm gonna mix them and he was like i tend bar do you want me to mix it for you and for whatever reason i didn't trust him (laughs) so i was like you know i can mix it myself It's okay. And he's like, all right, I'll I'll mix it for you. And if you like it, great. If you don't like it, then I will bring you the two separate drinks and you can mix it yourself. I'm like, okay, that sounds like a plan. So he brought it to me, it was pretty good. Uh, And I just kept (laughs) ordering those. And then the restaurant, one of the restaurant managers, he came and he was like, can you spell your name for me? I said, sure, (laughs) he spelled it. He was like, okay, this drink will be the Shannon. And every time we went back to the Intercontinental after that, to Char Restaurant, ordered the Shannon, got it. One of my friends, Ben, went there uh, without me. He and his girlfriend went and he ordered the Shannon. And so one of the managers was like, Do you know her? <laughs> He's like, Yes, I do. We're friends. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, that story just tickles me. Anyway, so that was Christmas 2020. Right? Uh spent it mostly with my work friends. Uh we did did I tell y'all we did Secret Santa? I might have. I don't know. My brain is sorta of turning too much now. Um, yeah, did Secret Santa had dinner. Um had dinner at QMAX and also had dinner at Thousand and One. Um it was a good time. It was a good weekend. And then at work we got a half day. Well, we could we op we had the option to take a full day. And I took a half day because I wanted to give my kids Christmas gifts. Uh, So we got a half day and then the weekend is Christmas fell on a Friday. Christmas falls on a Saturday this year. Uh, We still get a half day on Friday, thank the Lord. So still do the same thing. I'll give gifts to my kids and then go about my merry way. So this year for Christmas, um, I'm much more involved with church now. Uh, So I have a lot more friends now. (laughs) And it's like people, you know, we knew each other, but didn't really, like, know each other. And then I've, I'm have i a recluse, basically. Um, so, like, if I don't know you, I won't venture out. Um, so this year, you know, there are different homes that have been opening up. Um, so even, like, today, there's a Christmas movie marathon that's happening in one of the homes. Uh, next week, a little... Un- basically another one, Christmas movie marathon and activities happening. Um, And then uh, my littles are gonna come over on Boxing Day uh, and have dinner, my little college-aged littles. Um, So, you know, we're doing stuff. And also what's really cool, for church, uh, instead of having like a really big Christmas Eve service, we are going into people's homes. Uh, Don't mean that as cat burglary as it sounds, but people are opening up their homes to fellowship with, you know, maybe about 20 or so people, uh, and we'll watch a message together. Um, but we'll also have like different worship leaders are going to different homes with an instrumentalists, and you know we'll have a time of fellowship, time of song, uh, and it's gonna be really cool. Like I'm really excited. So I get to be one of the worship leaders going to a home, uh, and. I'm looking forward to it so that's how i'll spend christmas eve friday night um well a part of it uh it's also going to be isaac's birthday he's playing a gig uh so going to that afterwards i just i want to have as much fun as possible this christmas i want to go like all out even if it means that i am exhausted on monday at work i want to go all out for christmas uh so i'm looking forward to spending time with just all of the people that I love most here in Beijing Uh, because that's what Christmas is about even if I can't be with my biological family I'm with family nonetheless (sighs) so yeah that's Christmas to me Um, I think that's it guys after this episode we have one more before we close out season two Uh, and it's prayerfully going to be with friends if we can sync our schedules up a little bit uh so i'm excited about that excited to see what's gonna happen there because it could very well be chaos and you know i love a good bit of chaos speaking of if you watch the witcher and you haven't watched season two yet get on it listen listen i'm ready for season three already ready but i'm gonna watch season two again because i tend to miss things so like sorry this is a tangent um you know what i'm not sorry this is who i am um when i watch things i am very distracted so i am only paying attention to like the bigger picture all of the the finer details i tend to miss the first time around and so i have to watch it again to pick up on the things that i've missed and like with the witcher season one i had to watch it at least like three times um to to really take in all the different parts of the story Like i get distracted by anything by my phone by air things (laughs) by my brain like i can't just sit down and watch something and understand everything the whole way through and the way that people can like pull out the very fine details of a, a show or a movie um the way that people can critique and analyze i can't do that i can only tell you if i've enjoyed something or if i did not enjoy it and like the witcher i enjoyed so i watched it again and again same thing with like lord of the rings um and even like game of thrones <clears throat> or harry potter was a little bit. Easier for me to follow because um, I did read the books before I watched the movies. But like Lord of the Rings, I just watched the trilogy again for the second time. The first time that I watched it was, I think, this year uh, with some friends. And watching it the second time around, still had no idea. Not that I didn't have any idea what was going on, like, I understood the general plot. Like, the ring needed to be destroyed got that part that lock uh, understanding like the different the different people or the different different beings and the part that they played or the parts that they played um, in trying to get to the ring trying to stop it from being destroyed like what was their motivation all of that like that's a little bit harder for me to catch on to um, but i'm okay with that i'm i'm okay with walking away from a movie and just being like that was a pretty good movie i enjoyed that i enjoyed the action i enjoyed if there was like romance in it i enjoyed um just the general plot like it was interesting i liked it so like with the witcher season two huh, listen i was yelling at the tv like mm, i'm not gonna spoil it for anybody um, mostly because i can't give you the finer details anyway like i only know the broad broad strokes um so I'm, i have to watch it again and i don't know when that will be maybe like maybe on my lunch breaks i'll just watch an episode to like get it back into my head i don't know but uh i'm ready for season three uh, and the prequel blood origin <sighs> into it into it into it i I had the chance to get the book didn't get the well the books didn't get the books um, I also have them on tape I should probably listen to them that's neither hand nor there though like the main part of this is all right we're, we're done we're done um, so y'all be blessed be blessed to be a blessing uh, I appreciate you if you've made it this far through my rambling uh, I appreciate it thank you for watching thank you for listening um, hit like subscribe to the channel share the podcast let people know that we are out here we out here uh and you know what maybe season three will be season three of the Brango in beijing podcast and not the mature uh, maybe season three will be a little bit more of what people are looking for I will say while we're here while we're we're on the topic and I mean like I'm in the topic or on the topic in my head Um, I will say, maybe after the last episode, I was feeling a little bit discouraged, um, about the podcast, because, you know, when I started this, when I started to tell people about what was going on here, it was because people would ask, you know, like, how's Beijing? You know, how are you liking it? Blah, blah, blah. And I don't particularly like talking to people very much, um... I don't, And I don't like saying the same thing over and over. So, you know, if I have 10 different people ask me, hey, how's life in Beijing? For them, it's the first conversation that they're having about life in Beijing. For me, it's the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, 10th conversation that I'm having about life in Beijing. And I'm just saying the same thing over and over. Um, so I started writing. And writing turned into Facebook updates, which turned into a blog. And for a year, every week, I updated the blog. And one of my friends, I think I I talked about this in season one, uh, but one of my friends was like, hey, blog is great, I love, you know, like knowing that there's something out there, there's information out there about how you're doing, but I'm too busy to just like stop and read. Can you please do a podcast? And that planted the idea, Um, but that idea didn't come into fruition until this year 2021 uh and you know the first season did pretty okay the first episode because y'all were nosy you know where's my beijing bae that one was best like most views i think the most comments maybe i don't know that one was the best and then after that it was just like sort of push and pull um in terms of views and comments and likes and stuff and it was just like This is not something that I ever want to, like, monetize, right? But for me, if I'm talking, like, I want to know that there's somebody listening. And not just the people who are here in Beijing with me, right? Because they're living it with me. Um, And I did this mainly for, you know, people who are at home or people who I know who are in other parts of the world. And yeah I got a little discouraged you know like just seeing like five people who watched it since or five people have listened since I uploaded ten days ago it's an exaggeration but that's how it felt right and it's just like nobody's listening nobody's watching what am I doing it for so literally the day after I had these thoughts and just praying like God why <laughs> is it like is it a waste of my time doing it why why Um, and the day after somebody had followed me on, on Instagram, followed the, the Dr. Baby account. And I have to remember that I encourage people to follow it because, you know, for me, I'm introverted. And so when somebody new shows up in my space, I'm just like, who are you? Why are you here? Who sent you? Then I have to remember I sent them. So, you know, accepted the follow, um, or I didn't have to accept. It was just, you know, made myself okay with the follow. Uh, and the person sent me a DM. I'm like, oh my God, what is this first one? And it was just, I can I can show a picture, but it was just to say, like, um, I'll paraphrase, uh, like, your channel has been a blessing or your videos have been a blessing. I'm looking to come to Shanghai in the uh, spring. And so I'm just really excited now. Like, I'm not as nervous or something like that. And seeing that, it was just like, whoosh, like this is what it's for. This is what I'm doing it for. Uh, and that was just such a blessing to me. I don't think he even knows like how much of a blessing. Uh, and then like he'd watched the latest episode where I talked about faith and, and church in Beijing. And he's like, and it's it's exciting to see that there's a faith community there because I was nervous about that too. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm like, oh come through. I'm so excited, ah. I might not ever meet this person, but to know that some of their concerns, you know, were addressed by my videos. That makes me happy, and so I'll keep doing it, even if it means that I'm just talking to him. So thank you, sir. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I and let that be an encouragement to you know somebody else. You're doing something, and and it looks like like there's no fruit coming out of it. It looks like there's no point. Um, keep doing it. Keep if you believe that you've been called to do it. doing it just keep pushing so y'all be blessed to be a blessing love y'all appreciate y'all and i will see you next time xoxo dr baby thanks for listening guys see you next time for another brown girl in beijing episode remember to subscribe like comment and share Put it right there. Don't you it. Would you wind up me?